This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Horse-drawn carriage? Sheesh. Membership start at $9.99 a month, plus applicable taxes. Now get 10% off. Go to lifelock.com and enter promo code NEWS. That's promo code NEWS. LifeLock. More detection, more protection. My Top 107.1 is KTMY FM, HD1, Coon Rapids, St. Paul, Minneapolis. I got some new information. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. Real juicy. On My Talk. My Talk. Tell me something good. Good, good, good. Comic book legend Stan Lee has been accused of groping and harassing the nurses who care for him at his home in L.A. According to the Daily Mail, the nursing company is currently in a legal dispute with the 95-year-old Marvel creator after nurses claim he asked for oral sex in the shower. What? And to be, quote, pleasured in his bedroom. A lawyer for Lee released a statement saying... That did not come as part of the service? No. A lawyer for Lee... Insurance does not cover that. No, it doesn't. Is that Medicaid? (laughs) Medic... No. No, it would be Medicare. It's not covered by Medicare Part D. No, no. That's not Medicareful. No, that's not. And a lawyer for Lee released a statement saying, quote, Mr. Lee will not be extorted or blackmailed and will pay no money to anyone because he has done absolutely nothing wrong. Okay. Mm Okay, well. More shall be revealed. Well, mm, let's hope not. Yeah. <laughs> I think, no, I think that that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> All right, award season continues to roll on with the announcement of the BAFTA Award nominees, and The Shape of Water leads the way with 12 nominations, followed by The Darkest Hour and three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. They each received nine nominations, and Absolutely Fabulous star Joanna Lumley will host the BAFTAs on February 18th. I got to get busy, y'all. I know, so many movies, That's so what I'm little saying. time. Like, you just rattled off all those movies, and all I saw was my schedule filling up. Because I feel like I, I, I don't know anything about any of those movies, and they are, people are talking about them. We people have, are talking. I know, but good thing you have more than a month until the BAFTAs happen. Oh my February God. 18th. Okay. Okay, you can do it, you can do it. Thanks. And Kanye West has played a major role in Kim Kardashian's style since they got together in 2012, and over the past year in particular, Kardashian has started favoring 90s-inspired fashion, which resulted in her swapping out her once-signature oversized sunglasses for teeny tiny frames. And Kim said that this style change has happened via emails from Kanye, where Kanye has written such things as, you cannot wear big glasses anymore, it's all about tiny little glasses. I yeah, can't. No, he totally controls her fashion. It bugs me. Hey. It bugs she me. She signed up for it. She totally did. And also, you know what else bugs me? Can we leave the 90s fashion in the 90s? 
No. I, it's, I'm no, scared. It's no. coming back. I'm, I know. It already, and I'm it, frightened. It is here. Just wait for the early 2000s, whatever yeah. the heck that was. Oh, juicy, I was drunk for most of it. So. Juicy what Couture tracksuits. Also layering tank tops. I am scared, hats. you guys. I'm scared. I'm scared. It's okay. The good thing is, is if you've done it once, you don't have to do it again. Is that the rule? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Woo-hoo! Okay, good. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Feel better now. All right, that's all the dirt this hour. For more everything entertainment, check out our website. It's mytalk1071.com. Thank you for the update, honey. Dirt alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Report back to me in an hour. And now, the Colleen and Bradley Show on my talk. Everything entertainment. Your heart is all I own And in your eyes you're holding mine Baby, I'm dancing in the dark With you between my arms Barefoot on the cross Listening to our favorite song When you say But underneath my breath, but you heard it, darling. You look perfect tonight. Well, we've entered phase two of the Times Up Golden Globes protest, uh, and I want to tell you what that means and how we know we're there in just a moment on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, and that's Bradley Trainer. But we do need to do just a very quick tying up of loose ends. Yeah, let's do some housekeeping on the last conversation we were having about Roseanne, if you don't mind. Yeah, so we were just talking about the fact that Roseanne and the reboot has announced that, uh, that they will bring politics into the conversation and that uh, she herself has a very strident view and uh, the creator of the show or the the director of the show has said that they will take into account many different viewpoints. We were just saying that's probably going to alienate a lot of people. And and then we got some feedback on the phone by email and tweets. All the same person, maybe. I don't know. But I, I feel like when we hear multiple things, we should um, just take a moment. Um, people uh, were pointing out that Will and Grace had a uh, had overt politics in it as well. Um, and, you know, so essentially what about ism like, well, what about mm-hmm. Will and Grace? Mm-hmm. And um, uh, honestly, I I think that Will and Grace does itself a disservice when they do the same thing. I think any show is doing itself a disservice when they're overtly political. Now, I will say of Will and Grace, because I think there's this notion that like Will and Grace is one way. Roseanne is another way. Um, if you actually watched Will and Grace, and I feel like some of these people probably didn't, if you watch Will and Grace, they they have characters who support the president of the United States. They have characters who uh, despise the president of the United States, but they overtly talked about politics. And I will tell you that I've watched maybe three episodes, and that for me was the least exciting episode. It was the most bizarre, honestly. Yeah. The one that one one when they went to the White House and did that whole thing, I was like, "What? What are we doing right now?" Everybody knows Def, Deborah Messing. She would be kind of the equivalent to Roseanne on the opposite end of the spectrum. So Deborah Messing is an avowed um, not fan of our current president, mm-hmm. whereas Roseanne is a fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deborah Messing. Like, I enjoyed watching her in that role less 
because of her politics being on her sleeve. Now, Mm -hmm. I know that's going to make some people unhappy. I'm sorry, but I don't think there's a double standard. I just don't like it anywhere. So, you know, I know some people thought maybe we were being um, unfairly harsh, unfairly harsh on one thing. And I just wanted to point out that we we actually weren't singing the praises of Will and Grace, nor were we certainly singing the praises of their overt politics. In fact, actually, that was the very last episode I watched. Yeah. And for that very reason, I thought, where are we going? And I don't want to go there. Well, and and honestly, again, it's just like, I already know what Deborah Messing thinks. Yeah. And I can guess. I ha- I, I've seen her tweets. I can guess what a lot of people in Hollywood think. It's not a shock to me. But again, you run the risk of... Dr- and it's not that you can't have conversations about politics, because people will then say, what, do you just stick your head in the sand? No. I go over to NBC or CNN or Fox or whatever... You, you know, whatever I want to watch to get my politics. Right. Or I read, you know, the New York Times or I read the Washington you Post. You make a decision about Breitbart or when whatever. and how you want it to be in your life. Exactly. I mm-hmm. don't go to my talk 1071 and I don't go to my television sitcoms. Please tell me about phase two of Time's Up, girl. Okay. So um, we, I, we, this is a trend of late, right? We have the moment. Phase one of the Time's Up movement, the Me Too movement was at the Golden Globes, the celebration of everybody wearing the black in protest of the sexual misconduct in Hollywood and uh, the unfairness in in uh, salaries for women. Okay, that was phase one. Celebration! Phase two, now we are turning our critical eye onto everyone. All right? Here's how we know we are in phase two. There are three things that I will bring to your attention. Okay. Number one, the Harvey Weinstein accusers, at least four of them, have come forward and said, we were not invited to the Golden Globes. Would they have been otherwise? Is that the the presumption? Okay, I'm going to answer that question in a second. So that's number one. Number two, the people who did not wear black, and there were two women who did not wear black to the Golden Globes, are now being asked why they didn't wear black. Are they Scientologists? And questioned for it. I will answer that question in just a moment. Number three, we are now talking about the people who supported the movement, but maybe their actions speak otherwise. Okay, so those are the three pieces of evidence that we are in phase two. Okay, so let's go back to number one. So, the four, there are four accusers of Harvey Weinstein that were not invited to the Golden Globes. Now, you ask the question, would they have been invited otherwise? Yeah. Well, the four people are, um, the four people are Rose McGowan, Asia Argento, uh, um, I'm sorry, I can't. Rosanna Arquette. Thank you, that's her Sorvino. name. Yes, thank you. Those are the four people. Now, no, were they in any projects that would have made them eligible for a Golden Globe? No, but when there is a protest happening based on a movement that, if you trace it back, started with the Weinstein allegations, one would think, specifically when um, other actresses and actors were bringing activists to honor them and honor the work that they had done, one would think that somebody would have thought perhaps the the women who came out first, Rose McGowan really being kind of the mother of all of them, 
one would think that maybe they would honor them in such a way to invite them there to also be the face of it. But instead, they were not invited at all. And we know this because of their tweets. Um, Most notably, like I said, um, Rose McGowan. So Asia Argento tweeted at her or tweeted out, I can only speak for myself, but not only... uh, not this is these are her words. Not only I wasn't invited to the Golden Globes, nobody asked my opinion about Time's Up or to sign the letter. I support Time's Up, even though I was excluded from it. But I guess I'm just not powerful or Hollywood enough. I'm proud to work behind the scenes. And then she tweeted directly to Rose McGowan. No one should forget that you were the first one who broke the silence. Anyone who tries to diminish your work is a troll and an enemy of the movement. You gave me the courage to speak out. I'm on your side until I die. And Rose McGowan said, and not one of those fancy people wearing black to honor our rapes would have lifted a finger had it not been so. I have no time for Hollywood fakery, but I love you. To Asia Argento. Yeah, I I guess I would bless sneeze, you, and I apologize. Um, two things. One is it does not surprise me that look. I think a lot of what. First of all, if you judge this movement, if indeed it is a movement, and it is, but I'm saying in the context of uh, what took place at the Golden Globes, that is such a small like part of it, right? So that was to me the Golden Globes is just an opportunity for Hollywood to be like. Nothing to see here. We're all good. We're taking care of business. And really, it was all for show. Well, I shouldn't say it was all for show, but a, a large portion of it is just as the award ceremony is self-congratulatory. Um, look at me. Look at me. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's the purpose of an look award what we're show. Doing. And then they use this award show to sort of say Hollywood is doing something about this terrible, terrible problem. And um, it, it it then doesn't surprise me that the people that are actually concerned with real change and real stuff, that they would be a little miffed and a little put out by it. That said, I think like you, you don't, you don't own a movement. Like you don't own a particular cause, right? You have your own issues and there are things that you have control over and don't. So being miffed that you weren't invited to the golden globes, that doesn't seem like, like, Okay. Well, oh gosh. See, and then that brings in like phase two of the phase two, which is now we're going to see like the fractures between the movements. Like if, if you all have the same goal, it is, it's ridiculous because if you all have the same goal and telling you that sounds really like, I'll say it. That's silly. You guys. Yeah. But it is. If you all have the same goal, the, Don't argue over end. like who's running what. Like this isn't like um, you know uh, this isn't 1917. Uh, I mean like this is not the Russian Revolution where like who, Trotsky's up and Lenin's down and you know no like work for the common good. Yeah, like you had some goals. Get back to the goals yeah. and stop being upset that you didn't get um, invited to the Golden Globes. Invited to the Golden Globes because the Golden Globes is nothing. And so like we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The permanent change that could come out of this is not going to have happened because people went to the Golden Globes. All that was was really to make people like uh, Meryl Streep look good after getting a lot of bad PR for not doing anything and harboring a fugitive in the form of Harvey Weinstein for years. <laughs> okay, so that was the first piece of evidence that we've entered phase two post-Golden Globe. I've got two more pieces of evidence that we're going to talk about after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. It's about to get drafty up in here. The Manuary Draft is Thursday at noon. All four My Talk shows will choose a team of Manuary finalists from all the great submissions, and then they'll battle all month long until one man is crowned Mr. Manuary 2018. Manuary's not only a mano a mano contest to see who's the best man in Minnesota, it's also a show-o, a show-o battle to see which My Talk show has the best skill in choosing their man. And the man who makes it to the top of the heap gets $3,000 for his favorite charity. But before we crown and sash and hand off the cash, it all starts with a draft. So check it out Thursday at noon. Use My Talk keyword Manuary. I'm a good man. The radio home of... When does that come out again? My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We're in phase two of the Golden Globes Time's Up protest. And uh, we've covered one piece of evidence that proves to us that we're there and how and the, how we know we're there. But I've got two more pieces of evidence to share with you on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And when I say phase two, I mean, phase one was this moment of sort of solidarity, right? That was the happy moment. Um, everybody together standing yeah, for one thing. Everybody's eating each other. Now we're at the part where we have to look suspiciously at each other and call people out, yeah. right? Well, it, oh, that's phase two. It just drives me nuts. Well, so number one was the fact that the Harvey Weinstein accusers, four of them, have spoken out and said, we weren't invited to the Golden Globes. Okay, so there's infighting going on there. Again, common good infighting. Number two is we have to call out the people who did not wear black. Now, let me just start with this. The reason why I was curious to see if anybody didn't wear black was because I can imagine that there is an interesting inner struggle that goes on when you're getting dressed for an award show where everybody has decided that the thing we're doing is to wear black in protest, where you think to yourself, what happened? Like, even if just take the movement out of it, right? Yep. Take the movement away from it. You have to make a conscious decision that you're going to wear black because that's what everybody's doing. And to not do that makes you stick out like a sore thumb and look like a big A word. Whether or not you ascribe to the viewpoints of the, the movement as it is, et cetera, et cetera. Again, so, take the movement out of it. So then the question is, were they aware and who were these people? Okay, so the one who has spoken is an actress by the name of Blanca Blanco. Are you a big fan of her work? I don't know Blanca Blanco. Right. So there's that. So let's start there. What is a Blanca Blanco? Well, she, I mean, she's been in, she's had some roles. They describe her as an up and coming actress. I think she's been up and coming for 
many, many years, and I don't know if she's ever going to arrive, but whatever. She wore a red dress to the Golden Globes, knowing full well that she was not wearing black like everybody else. Uh, And people started talking about it, asking the questions. Well, she decided to answer. Why did she wear red, you ask? Why did she wear red? Thank you. Because she likes the color. And she felt like it. See, this is so silly because one of two things, either she's just like, I don't care. And who cares? Because in the grand scheme of things, whether or not you wore black at a particular award ceremony with a bunch of other privileged, over the top, ridiculous, self-involved, self-congratulatory, egomaniacal people is not going to amount to a hill of beans. Either that or she was thinking cynically, like, I will be the only one not wearing black and therefore I will get attention Everybody will as talk a about little me. known actress. Hence, Colleen Lindstrom uh, is talking about her with Bradley Trainer on the Colleen and Bradley show from My Talk 1071. Blanca Blanco. Um, <laughs> I will say we got a tweet from our inside source. Oh, Ryan. Yes. And he said the following. I know of at least one nominee at the Golden Globes, that behind the scenes didn't want to wear red. Or didn't want to wear black? I'm assuming he says Mm -hmm. black. Uh, uh, But didn't want to take on Meryl. She believes in the movement, but felt pushed into black. Yeah, and see, that's what I'm saying, is like, there... You have to have had some sort of personal conversation with yourself that involved knowing that you're either going to go along you with just everybody. Give everybody a dumb pin like this is why it's so silly because now we're all talking about who wore this and who wore that and who didn't wear this we're not talking about the fact that harvey weinstein was taking his junk out and shaking it at ladies who didn't want it right or that uh people were leaving their positions at networks because they weren't getting paid parity with their male counterparts yeah. i mean these are the things that we are supposed to be talking about but now instead we're talking about blanca blanca wearing red for also example and then some chrissy Teigen, who didn't go to the award ceremony is getting blasted on twitter because this troll um long story short on twitter who has a lot of followers tweeted out a picture of her at a another party not the actual Golden Globes, but a pre-party, not wearing black and claimed that she wasn't wearing black. See, and then and then and then doubled down and said while everybody was focused on supporting women, she was making tacos because Chrissy Teigen was at home. Like what did you expect her to do? Okay, so see, again, evidence yeah. point number two. Now point number three, we are also turning our gaze to the people who were wearing Gays. black. What did I have to do with this? Nothing. I didn't touch anybody. We are looking at the people who were wearing black who maybe have some behaviors uh, in their closet <laughs> that they are not proud of. Or okay, elsewhere. I, meaning Justin Timberlake, you mentioned, was one. Yeah, Justin And Timber- James Franco is the other. Yeah, again, you put people in this weird position where you're... But again, they did this to people. Yes. Intentionally, knowing full well this was going to happen because you are saying if you don't wear black, you're a creeper. So if Justin Timberlake didn't wear black, then they would have called him a creeper. If ju- and by creeper, that's just shorthand for um, the way he treat has been uh, alleged to have treated women, um, things in his past that are untasteful, people that he has supported like Woody Allen. Those things are sort of criticisms against Justin Timberlake versus the Me Too slash Time's Up movement. So... He would not have won either way, because had he not worn all black, they would have been like, see, 
Then he wears all black and they're like, well... You're a hypocrite. Yeah, so like... Please, this is not what it should be about. Welcome to phase two, everybody. And this is why we can't have nice things. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, speaking of nice things, we've got some not nice things. They're D-bags. Lord and Lady D-bag after this on My Talk 107.1. My Talk 1071. Everything. You can breathe. You can blink. You can cry. Hell, you're all gonna be doing that. Entertainment. When celebrities behave badly, we like to call them out. We like to call them D-bags on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer. And these are your D-bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, look, it's another D-bag and it's another Gwyneth Paltrow. Hi, Gwyneth. I would like to call her a D-bag today because of something we already talked about, but there's a specific aspect of it that I think we need to focus on. The headline, Gwyneth Paltrow confirms she's engaged to Brad. And I always feel like I can't say his last name on the radio. Doesn't it sound like a naughty word? Falchuk and um, in the Goop cover story. So Gwyneth revealed on Monday that she's engaged to her writer-producer BF, uh, Brad Falchuk. They uh, made their lifestyle lifestyle (laughs) change official on the cover of the latest issue of Goop magazine. Because now, by the way, it's in print. Let me just read some of these words, please. Okay. Uh, Personally, at midlife... I have tried to accept how complex romantic love can be. I have decided to give it a go again, not only because I feel I have found the man I was meant to be with, but because I have accepted the soul-stretching, pattern-breaking opportunities that terrifyingly are made possible by intimacy. Okay. There's something very specific within those words that I want to point out, but as a general comment, Mm -hmm. I would just like to say... Okay, I have, I have words that go so, with that feeling. Can I say this really quick? Yeah. Why can't people just get engaged and be like, I'm going to get married again and leave it? Well, I don't need to hear your diary entry, Gwyneth. If you want to work on that in your own personal life, go ahead. Let me break a few things down. Person- I'm going to break something. Personally, at midlife, first of all, too many words. I have decided to accept how complex romantic love can be. Actually... I don't know what that means. What does that mean? It doesn't really mean anything if you think about it, right? Say it again. Say it again. Personally, Mm -hmm. at midlife, Mm -hmm. I have tried... Oh, no. I'm sorry. I've decided. I have tried to accept how complex romantic love can be. I actually think at midlife, romantic love is pretty easy because it was complex when you were in your 20s and you didn't know how to act like a human being. And now that you do you're kind of like you figured it out Mm -hmm. regardless. I have decided to give it a go again because we asked why. No, nobody asked why. Again, this is your dumb diary entry. Uh, Not only because now, and this was the part that I took special exception to, not only because, and these are Gwyneth Paltrow's words again on the cover of Goop, talking about uh, getting uh, all up in Brad Falchuk. Uh, Not only because I believe I have found the man I was meant to be with. Okay. This is a personal preference issue. 
But like that implies that everybody you were with before you weren't meant to be with. Right. And can I also just remind you that one of those people is the father of, of your, your children. children. Mm-hmm. And like I just I know it's picking at things and I'm totally picking on her because it's Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm-hmm. But it just it did make my eyes roll because I feel like A, you're oversharing and B, you're doing so in a way that I feel like is unnecessarily throwing other people under the bus. I think I'm an enlightened person, mm-hmm. right? I mm-hmm. am far more enlightened than Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Mm-hmm. But I would, if I were, if she asked my opinion on the statement, I, w- I would say like, why do you need to make that statement? Why don't you just say, I believe I found the person I was, uh, the next person I was meant to be with Or I don't know. That sounds weird too, but I just feel like she's unnecessarily throwing Chris Martin under the bus, who again, yeah. more importantly, because he's the father of her children. Well, and, what, and she was meant to be with him. Of course. She, remember that? Yes. And then they had to consciously uncouple because they couldn't just get divorced. This is what bugs me about this. Your personal decisions for why you've found somebody and you want to spend time with them, maybe get married or not, or want to get divorced or not, or want to get married again or not. Those are your personal decisions. Also, they're probably crap because you probably have actually like 60 reasons why you decided to get together. Like he's really good in bed. Yeah. I like the smell. Um, and she's not writing about that. He doesn't burp uh, and fart at will. I mean, there there are all sorts of reasons that it's not like you actually, because you're so enlightened that you sat down at a chair and was like, I'm going to think about this. Shut up. I mean, maybe some people do that stuff. I almost said a bad word. <laughs> I don't, I don't operate that way. I'm like, Mm-hmm. Maybe I should be more thoughtful. Maybe Gwyneth Paltrow is a goal. No, but here's Lord. the other thing. If that is, if you are that thoughtful, Gwyneth Paltrow, congratulations. But keep you can keep your thoughts inside because to, what is this? What is the mm, what's the benefit of her sharing all of this to her, to her new fiance, to her ex husband, to her kids? To all of us, what is the benefit of sharing? What's the purpose of this information? I think you're missing the big point here. Okay. It is cold, hard cash. cash. Yeah, it's Why, the cheddar. He... It's the greenbacks. Because the Don't picture. Don't say cheddar. <laughs> because... What? Oh, okay. Because the picture of Gwyneth Paltrow and Brad Falchuk that she shared on Instagram is the cover of the second issue of Goop magazine. Oh, yeah. Well, she's selling magazines is what you're saying. Or yeah, selling yeah, yeah, yeah. Goop. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. selling yeah. her lifestyle. I thought you meant Brad Falchuk had like a windfall. Like, oh, inheritance no. coming his way or something all they have to do to get that inheritance is spend the night in the haunted also, house also <laughs> when you're a celebrity and you're and I've given this a lot of thought mm-hmm. as a child who spent a lot of time thinking someday he would be on an award winning television series that never happened also an opera singer anyway, among other on. things among other things and a senator mm-hmm. didn't happen never gonna happen too many pictures kidding I think I hope fingers crossed I, you know, like I would never in a million years talk about the thing that is the most important to me out loud to other people. Mm -hmm. I, but that is a personal thing. Mm -hmm. Like I think because, because here's what I believe. Most of what we learn about people in Hollywood is what, Colleen? Fake. And everybody smokes and and nothing nothing is is real. real. Exactly. So when celebrities start to tell me um, why they do stuff, and why they love something, I'm like, I don't, I think that's actually crap. Mm-hmm. And you're just writing that for a press release mm-hmm. or a statement. Um, 
And if it is really the most special thing to you, I just wouldn't like I wouldn't share that because I wouldn't want people to think that I'm I'm sharing it. This is giving you an insight into right. my brain right now. To gain to get something. I wouldn't want to yeah. demean or belittle or in any way take away from the power of my actual feelings by putting them out there and have people believe that I was just blowing smoke up their behind to sell a magazine like Goop. Mm-hmm. I might say things like I'm very happy I've met a very special person. It's not to say that you can't share your feelings with sure. people by far, but when it's celebrities on the cover of their you know, lifestyle brand website slash magazine. I just, it doesn't, it just makes me think that it's, it's not real. You know, you're being sold to. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I make too much out of this. No, no, I don't think you are. I think you make perfect sense. Guess what? what I did there. What did you do there? I just got you to compliment. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway. I'm going to not compliment Gwyneth Paltrow again when I tell you that my D bag is goop. Now, I know you guys talked about this, but I have to get my two cents in. <laughs> you have to get your number two in. I got to get my number or two. Your number two out. Well, so you guys talked about this coffee enema that she is promoting on the goop for $135. Yeah, it's a coffee enema bag uh, or bottle that you, uh, there's two tubes, one goes up your behind. And the other one uh, goes into an air pump that you Mm-mm. pump from a bottle, Mm-mm. coffee, no! into your rear, your back door. Mm-hmm. Um, can I just, I just want to like, real? okay, so doctors are saying, please don't shoot coffee up your rear. First of all, it's not <laughs> first good of for all, you. To clarify, it's not hot coffee they're doing. No, oh, thank you. <laughs> Especially from McDonald's because, <laughs> you Caution, know. Caution, content's just hot. Exactly. Yeah. No. And is it like, I don't want to know. I don't want to no, know. No, it's coffee. It's I don't want to know. Liquid, it's just your coffee? Coffee up uh, your booty area. And uh, then mm. you, you hang out for a little bit. Here's and then the it, thing. Okay, no. Um, generally, for most people in the world... Mm-hmm. You don't need to spend any time back there. No, it's a self-cleaning uh, area. The things and if you do do those things through themselves. See what I did there? Cute. Do do. Uh-huh. If you do do those things, mm-hmm. the the th- only thing you should put up there because I am a uh, I am a licensed <laughs> botologist. Have you ever used that as no? No, but that would have been a great line. <laughs> I'm a licensed botologist. Can I inspect your no? Okay. Um, <laughs> But if you do, but if you do do, you should probably, we are 12 and we can't handle ourselves. Um, Saline. Oh, okay. Should be the only thing that goes back there. And now every time I say, but I'm going to apparent, do you know this coffee enemas have been linked to several deaths. This according to Mayo Clinic. So don't put the coffee back there. There's only one, whatever. But here's the other thing I want to share with you. This is what they say. Um, the people who sell the coffee enemas say that it is not intended to replace your medical doctor. And it's not necessarily based on scientific evidence from any source. And also, it was meant to be uh, recommended for people who, quote, know what they're doing. If you go to the website in Planorama.com, which is where Goop directs you to, there's also something called the Coffee Enema Song. What's I don't the want, Coffee Enema Song? Are, is it appropriate to to listen to? See, I'm not sure, but okay. it's a guy that looks like Chris Christopherson 
singing an acoustic song about coffee. Well, let's listen to it in the break. Here's what we're going to do. We are going to see if this is arable. (laughs) And if it is, we'll share it with you. Uh, after the break. Sharing the coffee enema butt song. <laughs> if it's not shareable, we're going to pretend this never happened. And uh, interestingly, our next segment is all about science. <laughs> so we'll either be sharing some non-science We're going to drop you. a big load of steaming pile of science when we come back, right? Something <laughs> like that. After this, on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Previously on Jason and Alexis. I would like to ice fish before I die. If you have yeah. a nice little ice house, yeah, of course. I am a big whiner when I'm cold, so I would need a proper house. Cable and video games. And- no, no, I'm I just kidding. I'm <laughs> just kidding, Jace. No, Wi Fi, baby. Oh, that's oh, all. Wi-Fi. Oh, that's it. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can scrapbook too, Jace. Ugh. I'd rather ice fish. <laughs> Bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk 1071. The radio home of confidently knowing if something is still a thing. My Talk 1071. What, pray tell, does a song promoting a coffee enema sound like? Um. We're about to find out on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071. What? Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Hey. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. I can honestly say we've been number two before on this show, but uh, we're about to be number two in a whole different way. It's true. So with no further ado. Do. See what you did there. Here is. It's a real stinker there, Colleen. Uh, thanks. So this is a song that you can find on the, what's the name of the, the website? It's Implantarama. Implantarama that sense. sells the coffee enema that is touted by Goop herself, Gwyneth Paltrow, on her website. There's uh, an instructional song uh, video, and Holly? Drop it. Coffee enemas. A coffee enema. You stick it with a sun. Then you dance to the left Shimmy on the right As you hold your sphincter Nice and tight No! Coffee animals A coffee animals Stick it Where the sun don't shine Wow that is. And boys and girls, will you feel fine? Wow. Um, That's, who is that again? Mr. Enema? I have no idea. Oh. Eminem Enema? It's actually Public Enema. Public Enema. Eminem Enema. Enema of the state. <laughs> off of his great album. Um, That was pretty special. Okay. I, I did not Jimmy know. to the left. Don't say I mean, shimmy. are you supposed to dance when that thing's happening? I don't know. Are you? I I mean, movement? By the way, the product is called the Implantarama. I don't understand the name, honestly. Implantarama. Doesn't tell me what it is. Implanted in your behind? I don't don't get it. The plastic (sighs) part gets implanted up there, you know? It's just, you know, listen, um, don't do it, you guys. Don't do it. Do. 
Thank you. Now let's move on to some real science. We like to educate you every day on the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, so you can know smart things. For example, Bradley. Yeah, it turns out. Are you single? Good news. Pretty soon. You'll never need a partner to be happy. Oh, this is very exciting. Why? Because. Science. Now, I should say, ladies and gay men, you will no longer need a partner to be happy. Uh, I can say that specifically in this case because uh, male sex robots with bionic schwenuses, better than uh, vibrating things, could go on sale this year. What? Yay! So, um, I came across this article, and I am fascinated by this. And I've said this on more than one occasion. If something horrible happens to Jamie, God forbid, I hope it doesn't. Um, If it did, I think I would just get rid of, like, the notion of having anyone special in my life, like Mm -hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow. And I would just buy, like, a sex robot. Because, you know, they don't talk back. Mm -hmm. And um, the only, the slight problem with that is that they won't do laundry. Um, yet, mm-hmm. but, uh, there's this, whole... there are other services. You can outsource that in other ways. You'll be fine. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Um, because I'll be a very successful, um, television personality at that point mm-hmm. because, uh, I, I'm just waiting to get that call from Hollywood that says, uh, you're going to be on down. that sitcom that you've always <laughs> wanted to be on. Let's get out of my head and go back to the story. Okay. <laughs> Sex robots are soon going to be available. That is according to CEO Matt McMullen from Real Botics. And Holly, can we put him on the list of people to have on the show? I think we should, because they're about to release a male sex bot this year. And not only that, but you will be able to control your doll through an app. The doll will be, and we shouldn't even call it a doll. It's really just like... It's a, a robot. robot. Yeah. It will talk and perform whoopee on users. I don't, I mean, this is great. Oh my God. I'm so I excited. Think. But you, okay. Can I just like, um, yeah. what? How do I say this? I don't know. So when you're with a human partner. Yep. Did you look at these vid- or these pictures? No, I haven't way? yet. They're kind of fun. Okay. <laughs> They're blurred so, out, but it's still hilarious. When you're with a partner, mm. a, per- a human partner, yeah. like you can make split second decisions without having to like, I don't know, search for your phone app about h- how you want this all to go. Right. What like, I'm just saying like things like where everybody is situated um, how rapid things are going, um, where other yeah, limbs unlike are. Unlike human beings, your robot will listen to you. Well, I think that's a different conversation in it. Cause I just feel like there's a communication. I don't understand. What are you getting at? What I'm saying is when you're with a human partner, you can have like a responsive situation in the moment without having to like search for your remote for your sex yeah, robot. But think about how many times you've been like, Oh, I, if only I could tell him that that actually is gross. That thing that he does the robot. You're just like, don't do that. And the robot's like, okay, next. I'm I mean, just saying again, the robot will do whatever you want it to. Okay. I might have to look at some pictures of this thing. Yeah. Holly, it, how do you feel? I feel like, you know, uh, you'd be really supportive of sex robots. 
Wow. I don't even know That's what that really... says about your personality. Now, one thing, oh. Holly, one thing that I think women and gay men are probably more gay men would pay attention to is the size of the um, the area. Mm-hmm. And I would like you to know that in this article I read, it says, in terms of size, Mr. McMullen said, quote, sky's the limit. You can custom order it, I mm-hmm. assume. Yeah. Uh, their faces are terrifying. And I don't want that staring at me. It also, looks like why, it's going to eat my soul. In the pictures. I mean, you've dated guys like that, though. Let's be honest. Why is his hand down his own pants? Because right. you're not home all the time. And he's busy. He's got stuff to do. He's, he's got one robot. thing. He's a sex robot. He what else is he going to do? Kind of depressed. Yeah, but that's because you're not there. <sighs> he wants you to make him no, feel better. I, like, I think. Think about all the fun you could have because you could have like games attached. So like, you know, you get points for doing certain things. I just think this is a genius. Okay. I can. I I'm just, all in. I'm just going to. Holly. Um, being the other woman that's here with me. Oh, don't try to play your no lady card. This is our lady card. Like there's an there's um women I think approach sex from a different angle. Well, duh. Yeah. Right. Lots of different angles. Yeah. Um, and I just think there's like a an intimate connection. No, but this is true. Like this is. But there are a times thing. when you just need to get the laundry done. But for the most part... You know Lori agrees with me. I mean, get her. I'm serious. If she's not busy, bring her on in. Yep. We will launch the sex robot. Lori, how do you feel about sex robots? I'm actually not kidding. Let's see if she's available. Yeah, let's get her hot take on the sex robot. We're going to get Lori's hot take, hopefully, on the sex robot after this. And we're also going to ask you the question, do you think Oprah really will run for president? Seriously. Sex robots and Oprah after this Uh. on the Colleen... Oh, is my mic? <laughs> Bye. My Talk 1071. Everything. You're in the good place. You're okay, Ellen. Entertainment.